Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 15. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Last week, we spoke about how family members, while well-meaning, can often cause us to feel pressure or guilt to accept family heirlooms we don't want or hold on to things we don't need, which end up as clutter in our homes. I hope that it helped you release those feelings of guilt and stand firm in your role as CEO of your home. There are so many roadblocks to decluttering that we've spoken about in previous episodes. How long we've owned something, how much we paid for it, thinking that we might use it someday, or we should keep it because it's sentimental or belong to a family member. But there is one huge roadblock that we're going to dive into today, something we tell ourselves over and over again. In fact, the two guys who call themselves the minimalists say that these are the three most dangerous words in the English language. Can you guess what they are? We're going to chat about them and how we can shift our mindset to kickstart our decluttering efforts in a powerful way. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. With January fast approaching, I would love to invite you into my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. We are starting a shorter more realistic decluttering challenge starting January 2nd. It's only five days, 15 minutes a day. Since my solo episodes are always 15 minutes or less, you can even have me in your ear cheering you on as you declutter. Every day I will send you a personal reminder with some fun incentives to keep you motivated. Please note that there are a few required questions in order to join the group. These are so I can get to know you a little bit better and be able to help you personally on your decluttering journey. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, mama, I am really excited to chat with you about this today. Normally, when we think of three little words, we think of I love you, right? Well, in the case of decluttering, the three little words that keep us stuck are just in case. Imagine that you are packing for vacation You tell yourself that this time around, you're not going to overpack because you always seem to bring too much. But then you see a dress hanging in your closet, and even though you are likely just going to hang out in your comfies all week, you tell yourself you might go on a date night, so a dress might come in handy. 
And if you bring the dress, you need fancier shoes, and of course the purse that goes with it because your day-to-day -day bag just won't suffice. So similar to aspirational clutter that we spoke about in episode 10, you have packed extra stuff you're likely never going to use because of some imagined potential future. Most likely, even if you decided to have a date with your spouse during the trip, you could just go to a more casual place and be perfectly fine. That's the problem with just-in-case thinking. We end up filling our suitcases and our homes with the things we may need someday, although it's extremely unlikely, because of fear. Perhaps it's a fear of being wasteful, of having to buy the thing again someday and therefore wasting money. Or your fear comes from not having something that you truly need, although you've never really needed it up to this point. The feeling of lack, the feeling of not having enough, the insecurity from it all makes you uncomfortable. And if you have the room for it in your home, why not just keep it, right? At least it will alleviate those uncomfortable feelings that you'd be faced with otherwise. You see, Mama, just in case thinking comes from a deeper mindset, and that is one of scarcity. Now you may laugh when I say that. Emily, you think I have a scarcity problem? Have you seen my home? Have you seen all the clutter suffocating me right now? Hear me out. The scarcity I'm talking about is not actual lack. It's not that you don't have what you need to survive, to live a healthy and meaningful life. It is the mindset, the perception, that there isn't enough to go around in this world for everyone, so we have to make sure that we hold tight to what we have. It's a mindset of constant comparison of what you have and what others might have, fueled, of course, by social media and seeing the highlights of everyone else's life. Scarcity mindset is also fueled by a consumerist culture that tells us that who we are, what we have right now isn't enough. Contentment doesn't sell more stuff, you see. We are told that we need more in order to measure up, to be like our peers, to finally feel like we've made it. Scarcity mindset is finding security in what we own or what we do, and our identity and what those things say about us as a person, rather than finding security and identity in who we are as a human being having intrinsic self-worth, or in the case of someone like me, who is a Christian, whose we are as a child of God. We know intellectually that we are more than the things we own, the roles we play, and what we do. But when we are holding on to things because we might need them someday in some hypothetical future, when there are so many people that could be blessed right now by what we aren't realistically using, we are showing a lack of trust that we are going to be okay without the extra stuff. If you struggle with just-in-case thinking and a scarcity mindset, there are some ways that you can shift your mindset to the opposite, a mindset of abundance. An abundance mindset is one where we recognize there is enough resources and successes to go around for everyone. It comes from an inherent sense of self-worth. It allows us to open our hands and let go of what we don't need freely rather than tightly holding on out of fear. It gives us a sense of peace and contentment, knowing that we are enough and have enough in this moment. 
When we come from a place of abundance, we aren't seeking happiness in our shopping cart or even by cramming our schedule with activities and commitments. We aren't constantly searching. We stop wasting our precious resources of time, energy, focus, and attention on the things that give us a false sense of security and identity. If you want to shift to an abundance mindset rather than staying stuck in scarcity, here are three tips that have worked for me. Number one, make gratitude a regular practice in your life. Gratitude and abundance have a cyclical relationship. When you are truly grateful for what you have right now and focus on this gratitude, your life becomes more abundant. And when abundance appears, you are grateful to receive it. Gratitude actually rewires our brains and is the antidote for comparison and negative thinking. Because I know that you're a busy, overwhelmed mom, try setting a reminder on your phone just once a day to pause and be grateful for what is happening in that moment. If you are washing dishes, be grateful for the food stuck on the plates that you're washing. If you're up to your ears in laundry, be grateful that you have enough clothing. When you finally have a few sips of coffee when it's actually hot, feel gratitude for that moment. Number two. From that place of gratitude and abundance, focus on the blessing to others and the worth coming from what they'll gain from what you're donating, not the monetary worth of the item. That will inspire you to give freely from a place of abundance. We spoke in episode nine about holding onto things because of what you paid for it. Just in case causes us to be fearful because we don't want to pay for an item again. I totally understand this roadblock, but I will tell you that of all the things I've decluttered since 2014, when I discovered this lifestyle, I have never, ever regretted decluttering a single thing. Just remember, someone could be using what you are holding on to right now out of fear. If you approach decluttering with an open heart and the intention to give something to someone who needs it more than you do, it doesn't matter what you initially paid for it. The worth of the item is the enjoyment and use that someone else will get from it. And number three, always come back to what matters to you. And remember that clutter is stealing from what's most important. If you need a reminder, go ahead and listen to episode eight about the things that clutter steals from us. For just in case items, we are holding on to what we don't need out of fear. Let me ask you, Does it take more energy to hold on to something tightly or to let go? Of course, it's to hold on white knuckled out of fear. What if you use that energy toward living the life you desire rather than holding on to your stuff? Scarcity mindset is a waste of our precious resources, while abundance mindset allows us to rest in peace and contentment. So to recap, Just in case may not be, as the minimalists think, the three most dangerous words in the English language, but just in case and scarcity thinking cause us to waste our precious resources of time, energy, focus, and attention holding on to what we realistically don't need. When we focus on gratitude, giving from a place of how we bless others, and always hold fast to what matters most to us, we can embrace an abundance mindset and rest in the contentment that we, in this moment, are enough 
and have enough, allowing us to ignore the noise around us telling us we need to buy more and do more. I really hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend. And don't forget to join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we'll be talking about the number one question I get when I speak to moms groups, how to get your spouse on board with decluttering. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.